Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, this will not stand. According to this, because of the pandemic, there's a nationwide ketchup shortage. Uh, I say no, this will not stand. As a Heinz ketchup police officer, this, again, will not stand. Now, especially short supply are the ketchup packets. So... I mean, we're still, they aren't talking about the shelves at the grocery stores being empty, but just the ketchup packets that you get at restaurants are becoming hard to get. So prices for ketchup packets have spiked 13% since January of 2020. So good luck getting those extra packets for free at, uh, at your drive-thru, no question. So, apparently, Heinz has upped the capacity for manufacturing by 25%. So, it can churn out more than $12 billion a year. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. According to an executive at the Heinz parent Kraft Heinz Company, he was quoted as saying, we're busy doing everything we can. I bet. <laughs> I bet they are. Now, some companies, and I'm, I use that term loosely. I didn't say good companies. Had to switch ketchup brands. Um, no, that will not stand. I'll tell you that. We'll close this place down, okay? We, you know, some people have said, how can you serve French fries without Heinz ketchup? You can't. That's against the Heinz ketchup rules. Okay. So packet prices have driven the ketchup bill up, according to Long John Silvers, by $500,000. They had to buy ketchup from a secondary supplier. So they're going to the mafia. <laughs> they're going to the mob. It doesn't matter to them. They just want the Heinz ketchup packets. <laughs> Texas Roadhouse said they used 55 million ounces of ketchup last year. And get this, this is how bad it is for them. They had to send one of their workers to Costco and other wholesalers when their usual suppliers ran low. Oh, no. Oh, no. Texas Roadhouse was quoted as saying, we feel like the bottom of the barrel. Well, Texas Roadhouse didn't say that. A spokesman for Texas Roadhouse said that. So, I mean, that is just incredible that we have the shortage of the packets. Now, we should have seen that coming because many places weren't open and they weren't using the bottles. So they were using, I don't know, the packets. And we had to have food delivered to our home. So we were using the packets. But... If you're like me, your house is never a complete home without at least one 
extra bottle of unopened Heinz ketchup in the pantry. That's just a that's a household rule. That's a damn near a law. But any other shortages, we cannot. Uh, that will not stand, and that needs to be taken care of immediately. So, if you have anything to do with Heinz ketchup packets, <laughs> uh, get them to the restaurants immediately. Welcome, welcome to chewing the fat. Breaking news as we uh, as we get into the the show today. For those of you listening live on the seventh of April, twenty twenty one. Uh, The L.A. County Sheriff's Office is expected to announce today that Tiger Woods was speeding. What? No, get out of here. Now, they said originally they weren't going to announce what was wrong, so they must have got the go-ahead from Tiger to announce what the deal was. They believe that he was driving 83 in a 45 at the time of the crash. He's not going to face any charges or citations, according to the Sheriff's Department. But even, I mean, if they write him a ticket, you know. I'm sure, and I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure that he'll just pay the ticket. But I guess they're going to have a press conference today, and they're going to announce, uh, according to this story, sources with direct knowledge told the outlet that Wood was speeding when he lost control of his loaned 2021 Genesis GV80. And uh, so... I don't know if you would have guessed that or not prior to this announcement, but uh, let's just say, okay, he was speeding. Now can we move on? We've announced the cause of the wreck. He's still alive. He was injured badly. The company probably satisfied that their car made a human survive in such a crash. They were letting him drive it because they were the sponsor of the golf tournament he was a part of i'm sure that they're okay with losing the car if not maybe again i'm just guessing tiger will pay for it so it's over can we finally say hey we're done with this and then just hope that we report on how well tiger's rehab is coming good good let's 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 start right there shall we you know, from now on, we'll say a Tiger Woods car crash and his rehab from the car crash. Something like that. So we don't have to speculate. We don't know what happened. Yeah, we do. He was driving really fast, and then he went around that curved road and lost control. No one else was hurt. No other vehicles were injured. I guess a couple of trees were knocked down. I don't know. Tiger could probably pay for a couple of more trees to be planted and we'll be good with it, okay? <laughs> okay, good. So in Montana, uh, a man from Elmo, Montana, Bohorn Weasel, claims that his son found a bullet in a bag of flaming Hot Cheetos. Now, according to Bohorn Weasel, he bought the bag from a convenience store. Now, the six-year-old Montana boy apparently found a bullet at the bottom of the snack bag. Huh. Now, the company, of course, (laughs) uh, called it uh, troubling. Yeah, no kidding. Um, He contacted the company on Facebook, sent an email to alert them that the snack was, you know, packing ammo. Uh, Frito-Lay rep said, of course, uh, we're committed to ensuring quality and safety of its products. 
The situation is highly unusual and troubling, and we've already taken steps to investigate and attempt to identify the root cause. We appreciate Mr. Weasel bringing this to our attention, and we'll continue to work with him to resolve this matter. Weasel, who scoffed at people who doubted their claims, said he wasn't looking for compensation, just that he wants Frito-Lay to make sure a mistake of this caliber doesn't happen again. Really? Mistake of this caliber? <laughs> uh, I guess the flaming Hot Cheetos are really packing heat, huh? <laughs> yeah, so funny. Well, we'll see if it's actually true. I don't know what you get from claiming that the bullet was at the bottom of the bag if you're not looking for some kind of compensation. Uh, you know, again, you have to believe that uh, our man Bohorn Weasel was just alerting the company that there was a bullet at the bottom of the bag. I find it difficult to believe that that could happen, but okay. I mean, with the quality control that these companies have, it seems a little strange that a bullet would end up in the bottom of a Cheetos Puffs flaming Hot bag. But, all right, all right, fine, fine, no problem. I believe you. Now what? So speaking of uh, flaming hot Cheetos, J-Lo, I'm sorry, it's a bad joke. J-Lo appears to be free again. I don't know. I know that uh, A-Rod flew down to the Dominican where J-Lo was shooting a movie called Shotgun Wedding in uh, the middle of last month. But, and they were seen kissing amid the reunion and a source close to j-lo exclusively told hollywood life that alex has been begging for jennifer to continue working with things on him or continue to working with him on things anyway either way he's working very hard right now to fix things which is why he flew out to the dominican republic Uh good luck Uh, god bless because uh, she just did a big photo shoot And with that photo shoot for In Style Magazine, the $5 million engagement ring that uh, A-Rod gave her uh, was not part of any of the jewelry in any of the pictures. Ooh, that's not good. That is not good. Now, they still are, you know, working on things. Plus, uh, in the feature story, they had quotes from Ben Affleck and Mark Anthony, but no quotes from A-Rod. No, we didn't get any quotes from A-Rod. So, good luck. God bless. You know, to those of you that are, you know, looking to maybe, you know, have a shot with J-Lo. Now's the time. Make your move. Now's the time to make your move for your Raycon headphones, too. Go to uh, buyraycon.com slash jeffy. Buyraycon.com slash jeffy. You get 15% off your entire order. Look, I feel like I'm always looking at a screen and, you know, heck, now more than ever. And whether you're, you know, watching the news or you need some kind of distraction, unplugging yourself is easier said than done. And one of the favorite things that I'm able to do to just kind of rest my eyes and still listen to stuff is putting in my Raycon wireless earbuds. And I, I love them. They're so comfortable. I've worn headphones all my life, either the big ones over your ear, some in your ear, some off to the side of your ear. 
uh some just a speaker off to the side and the raycons are so comfortable and they fit so nice in there it's you know you forget you have them in and i i love that about them and it's great sound in my ears whatever i'm listening to so whether you're catching up on your favorite podcast you know chewing the fat or binging that audio book you know chewing the fat or powering through your workout with pumped up playlist you know from chewing the fat a pair of raycons in your ears could make all the difference i mean i put out work workout playlists every day on this show and do i get any thanks for it no but you can get thanks for it by listening to them through your raycons no dangling wires stems to get in your way they come in a range of colors and always comfortable in the ear with that uh, more discreet look they're not hanging down the side of your face which i really love they're built to perform anywhere anytime water and sweat resistant construction and bluetooth that pairs quickly and seamlessly so another thing that's great about them i, I tell you is the battery life uh they say it lasts up to six hours i i believe that it's longer than that but for sure they they're saying that they last up to six hours so you can unplug for quite a while and the best part raycon makes great sound accessible to everyone starting at half the price of other premium audio brands so right now they're offering 15 percent off all their products for you chewing the fat listeners and all you got to do is go to buy b-u-y raycon r-a-y-c-o-n dot com slash jeffy j-e-f-f-y 15 percent off your entire raycon order so you know why not grab a pair and a spare 15 percent off buy raycon.com slash jeffy buy raycon.com slash jeffy so forbes has put out their new you know billionaire list the 35th annual world's billionaires list and they give charts and graphs but it's incredible they have uh 2755 billionaires with a 13.1 trillion dollar worth the countries with the most billionaires you're looking at uh, the united states with 724 china has 698 coming up close at number two china uh number three is india with 140 germany has 136 russia has 117 there's uh, the top five countries with the, the most billionaires coming at you. The USA still holding strong. So a record 1,975 billionaires are self-made up from 1,457 last year. 72% of the list are self-made billionaires. The number of billionaires, uh, that's a part of the number of billionaires of the self-made. So when you start heading down the list, and look, Coming in at number one. Do we do number one? We go one to ten or ten to one? All right, let's scroll down. We'll do ten to one. Number ten, Mukesh Gambani, net worth $84.5 billion. Source of wealth diversified in Mumbai, India. He's coming in at number ten with $84.5 billion. Wow. Number nine, Sergey Brin from Google. Residences Los Altos, California, with $89 billion dollars larry page google 91.5 billion dollars 
Larry Ellison, uh, Source of Wealth Software, uh, $93 billion. Warren Buffett, Berkshire Hathaway, $96 billion. Number five, Mark Zuckerberg. Where did he make his money, I wonder? I don't know. I Probably that Facebook thing. $97 billion. Number four, Bill Gates. Wow, he's dropped to number four. What a loser. Uh, you know, Microsoft. $124 billion. Coming in at number three, Bernard Arnault. Lives in Paris. Luxury goods, $150 billion. Number two, at $150 billion. Residences in Austin, Texas, according to Forbes. Source of wealth, Tesla and SpaceX, $151 billion. Elon Musk at number two. And number one, $177 billion. Jeff Bezos from that dump of a website called Amazon. I mean, he's more of a, a more than a, a more than a website now, right? I mean, he's looking at it's all stems from that, but you're looking at, you know, trucking, airlines, delivery show I mean, just incredible right amazon changed the world and so uh, he and elon are battling back and forth for changes in the world now the pie is, can get bigger it doesn't get smaller with these people making all this money it gets bigger which is good news for many of us so you still have an opportunity to become a billionaire <laughs> uh yeah you still got a shot Yep, you sure do. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, man. (sighs) That's so good. I know I'm supposed to be, you know, boycotting this particular drink that I drink, the company that makes this drink. Yes, it's not going to happen. Did you see where... uh, New York City surgeons have successfully performed the first, and it seems weird that this is the first time that it's happened, but the first windpipe transplant in the world. First windpipe transplant. It was performed for a woman who suffered, and so many jokes, and I want to do them, but it's such a cool thing and serious thing. <laughs> Far be it from me to make fun of something so serious. I... I I just don't want to do this. So the very first windpipe transplant in the world was done for a woman who suffered severe asthma and needed a new trachea to better transport air to and from her lungs. So doctors say this medical feat could help COVID-19 patients who suffered damage to their windpipes after being on ventilators. I mean, that's outstanding. That's good news. That's good news. More good news. On April 21st, 2021 uh taco bell is holding interviews in thousands of parking lots and candidates don't even have to get out of their cars to apply the goal is they're going to hire at least five thousand people in a single day amazing right other restaurant execs are facing similar issues uh the staffing situation according to johnny rockets owner fat brands i'm a big fan of fat brands uh The staffing situation is a total nightmare. Last week, United 
told staff it plans to hire hundreds of pilots to meet the growing itch to travel. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts with the way the airlines have been treating people these days. Delta was forced to cancel almost 100 flights over Easter weekend due to a pilot shortage. Wow. Factory activity in the U.S. hit its highest level in 37 years in March. Would have been higher had there been enough qualified workers to helm production lines. Wow. Uh, The speed and force of the economic recovery have surprised some employers that dramatically lowered their payrolls last year. Business owners also point to the extra unemployment benefits from the $1.9 trillion stimulus package for keeping would-be workers at home. I don't know that that's... I don't know that that's true. Um, But salaries are going to get a bump according to, uh, you know... All experts with the job markets with, uh, I mean, Applebee's is paying $3,000 for manager referrals after the first six months. Wow. Okay. All right. We'll see how, I mean, life is starting to get back to normal again. And when we when I say normal, you know, you think about that is it's the, I hate myself for saying this, but it's kind of the new normal, right? I mean, we're, we're back. And the states are opening up, and those of you that think it's winter and it's the darkness of times, no, we've got the we've got the we've got the vaccine. We want to open up. I mean, we know that we had thirty eight over thirty eight thousand people at Texas Ranger Stadium. We had, uh, you know, I guess that's almost a hundred percent capacity at Globe Life Field. It's also, you know what, it was also the largest crowd at a U.S. sporting event since the pandemic began. Wow. And that tops the Daytona 500 and the Super Bowl. So, I mean, that's the new normal, right? Um, Wow. Wow. You know, it's going to be difficult for people to get back to the way it was. And I don't know that we ever really do. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit this morning on uh, the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Stu that people are uh, hesitant to come back to work because of COVID, but all the restaurants are filling up and doing work, so people aren't hesitant to do that. They just don't want to go back to work. They want to work from home. And maybe that's you too. And that's kind of me, really. Uh, we realize that we, you know, I like coming into the studios here and, you know, it's fun and you see the people that are here and uh, I'm not even close to the amount of people that used to be here every day, you know, pre-pandemic. But um, it's also nice not to have to leave your house. <laughs> now, if I could move the equipment that I have available to me here to my house, then that would make it even better. Now, I don't. I know what you're saying, Jeff. Um, you could put equipment in your house. I, yes, I could. But I'd need your money to do that because I don't, I don't have your money to build a complete radio studio in my home. But if I did, uh, I would make it happen. Hey, a friendly reminder to subscribe to this show, this podcast, this program. Uh, And by subscribing, I mean, you know, following and liking for free. I know. If you're listening to this right now and you're not a subscriber, I would like to say 
what are you doing with your life? But you don't need to answer that. Just think to yourself, I could be doing better. And one of the ways that you could be doing better is by subscribing to this show. So whatever platform you're listening to it on, you could subscribe on that platform or you could choose a platform of your choice. There's a plethora of platforms out there. So if you don't like the one you're listening on now, you could choose another one. And then you can subscribe to Chewing the Fat with me, Jeff Fisher. I know, I know, and it's free. So you're welcome. And as long as you're, you know, doing it, you might as well follow me on YouTube as well. I post new content on there frequently. Uh, like I posted uh, my interview with Phelan Mackler up there this morning. Uh, we talk a little. Uh, we talk a little Hunter Biden, and uh, you know he uh, is uh, getting ready to make uh, my son Hunter movie dot com. And uh, so, you know, that just went up this morning for those of you listening live on the 7th of April, 2021. I know you're welcome again. And if you have comments or something you want to share, you can always email me chewing the fat at the And you can always uh, follow me on Twitter at Jeffy JFR. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and parlor Jeff Fisher radio. So most importantly though, subscribe to this show. Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Did you see where that's being reported that the State Department said the U.S. may join allies in boycotting the 2022 Winter Olympics in China? <laughs> right. I got news for you. That will not happen. There's no way this administration boycotts China. They will. They believe that we should go there and dominate the Olympics and prove that we're bigger and better. But no way, no way does this administration boycott the Olympics. And I know the IOC, you know, the International Olympic Committee, has believed that, uh, you know, they always come with their, we don't mis- mix politics with the Olympics. Right. So there's more and more... Uh, more and more calls to move the games out of China. I mean, there's less than a year away. No way. No way does they move that now. So I know that they're all, uh, you know, wound up about the, uh, uh, the Western Chinese province of Xinjiang, where they estimate one to two million Uyghurs and other members of predominantly Muslim ethnic minorities have been uh, sent to education camps part of a de-radicalization program to fight terrorism and poverty (laughs) oh oh okay no problem then never mind all those reports of abuse and torture and forced labor and sterilization rape ah that's nothing that's nothing those are de-radicalization programs to fight terrorism and poverty. Those are education camps. Okay? So get over it. Wow. Uh, just amazing that, uh, you know, we, we haven't completely boycotted China. So many countries have so much invested with China that that's a difficult task to do. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I, I mean, I, do other countries going to boycott? You bet. Will the U.S.? No way. And unless the U.S. does, many countries are not going to follow suit, right? Um, It's just, it's not going to happen. So according to uh, 
the IOC as refusing to act. And they just, you know, it's like they don't care. Well, they're just looking the other way because they believe, and I say that, I, I use that loosely, they believe China when it says they're education camps. What are you talking about? What's going on? They're not, <laughs> oh my gosh, they're not torture camps or anything like that. <laughs> we're not we're not committing genocide that you know of and so shut up don't worry about it now i know that we you know that's the whole thing right uh, this administration believes that they're leaving the door open to support a boycott because they want to have it both ways they want to say they support whether we support the boycotts we know that that's a problem but we aren't going to boycott i mean we support it but we're going because we want to, you know, our ties with China are still pretty strong. Are they? Oh, I mean, your ties, your ties with China, you and your son's ties with China are still strong. That's right. That's right. And don't worry about the cotton that's supposed to have come from Xinjiang. Don't worry about that. They're, they're, getting, they're getting cotton from somewhere else. They're not using the Uyghurs to pick that cotton. So don't worry about it. And don't forget, I mean... We are in bed with them, right, 100%. And tech companies have taken down apps and scrubbed results to appease, you know, the Chinese government. And uh, Hollywood is bent over for them. And uh, Disney is bent over for them, which is, you know, part of Hollywood as well. Uh, the NBA has bent over for them. So if you think that this administration is going to uh, bend over for them in public, not so much. They'll say they're for the boycott, and uh, we believe that uh, China needs to take a, a long, hard look at these education camps. The Olympics are part of uh, the, the world's gesture to being together in a strong world, and we're all, we're all one. Ugh. Agonizing. Did you see, also, this is unbelievable. We did this story this morning during Pat Unleashed. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in with Pat the rest of this week. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. You can listen to the shows. Uh, his show is called Pat Unleashed. Okay, there's a podcast. You can listen to it. But don't forget the rules. All right? This is where I remind you of the rules to subscribers of Chewing the Fat. You can listen to other stuff, and I appreciate it. And you need to listen to other stuff. It's important. But one of the things that needs to happen is when you're listening to other things, when people ask you, hey, what are you listening to? Your answer has to be chewing the fat. That's a law. It's, it's a podcast law. So, you know, whether you're listening to chewing the fat or you're listening to something else with your Raycon headphones, uh, when if someone asks you, hey, what are you listening to? Chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. I love it. You should subscribe too. That's a law. That's a podcast law. Anyway, we, were, we did this story that I hadn't heard of. And I, <laughs> I feel like I saw the movie. Uh, scientists say giant pieces of an ancient alien planet may be lodged under the Earth's surface. They're seeking to explain a series of seemingly unexplicable formations deep within the Earth's surface. Now, they may have found an explanation that came from outer space. Researchers with Arizona State University's School of Earth and Space Exploration, and who doesn't love the Arizona State University's School of Earth and Space Exploration, said in a recently published paper 
that the continent-sized large low shear velocity provinces identified in the earth's mantle essentially giant formations of rock the origins of which scientists have struggled for decades to explain uh, they're also explained in the movie uh, Godzilla and uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. It's called Middle Earth, but uh, they may have been formed by Thea, the protoplanet thought to have slammed into the ancient Earth billions of years ago. The collision between Earth and Thea is hypothesized to have ejected a significant portion of Earth into outer space those fragments would have eventually uh coalesced under earth's gravity to form the moon so the moon is just a uh you know a bunch of lego pieces glued together from space in the paper the arizona state researchers are you know like a puzzle not a lego pieces don't look at me like that uh in the paper the arizona state researchers argued that the leftover thea mantle materials may have sunk to the bottom of earth's mantle and caused the llsvps thea's geological mantle they argue may have been several percent intrinsically denser than the earth's mantle leading it to sink down through the earth and form the mysterious provinces well if it was heavy wouldn't it go all the way through it would just stop in the middle I mean, it would make Middle Middle Earth. According to this, the Thea impact theory is now widely regarded as the prevailing explanation for the moon's origin. (laughs) Wow. So Thea hit the earth, broke a bunch of the pieces of earth off and had it spinning around what was left of the globe. And now it's all mashed together as the moon. That's how we got the moon. The moon is just pieces of the earth smashed together. And Thea has sunk all the way down. (laughs) The pieces of Thea have sunk all the way down. And that's part of the uh, continent-sized, large, low, sheer velocity provinces identified in Earth's mantle. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right, if you say so, Arizona State University's School of Earth and Space Exploration, if you say so. COVID news uh, safety concerns have prompted more than a dozen countries in recent weeks to suspend the use of the AstraZeneca vaccine. Britain has now said, uh, you know, maybe we give an alternative to the Oxford AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine to under 30s where possible due to a rare, it's rare, okay, it's just we're just taking a, uh, you know, we're just, it's a, it's a rare side effect of blood clots in the brain. So the advisory committee in Britain is like, eh, you know what? If you're under 30, maybe you can do another vaccine. You don't do the AstraZeneca. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nobody wants blood clots in the brain. We're all, uh, you know, I don't know about you. So I, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but I am against blood clots in the brain. I know. 
I know. So it's just a you know it's a rare side effect that could uh, involve brain blood clotting. <laughs> Nobody is a fan of brain blood clotting. I don't think. If you are, then I, I you know, okay, good for you. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm just going to go out on a limb and speak for me is that I'm against brain blood clotting. Okay. All right, good. You know, this story has been in my pile for a couple of days now, and I've let it go. And every time I see it, I get pissed. And I don't know why. It just ticks me off, and it shouldn't because it's a, it's a good thing. So <sighs> President Trump, when he was, you know, actually president and not the former president of the United States of America, he approved the construction of, of these desks from the Navy to recreate resolute desks. And they're beautiful. They're, they're beautiful. And you, and they have pieces from, uh, the USS Arizona, the USS constitution, which is the world's oldest commissioned warship. It's got Eagle and stars from the stern. And it, goes to the vice president and it goes to the secretary of the navy these new desks and they're beautiful but it just seeing today's vice president behind this resolute desk with this history made in this desk from someone who uh, to me appears that she isn't as welcoming to the history of these of these deaths it just oh makes me makes me so sick okay but it's in her office in the west wing and you know look that's where she's at she's supposed to be on the road taking care well she's not supposed to be on the road we just assume that she's supposed to be on the road taking care of this border issue this problem this crisis that's not a crisis because president Biden, her boss, <laughs> it's cute to think that, uh, told, said that she was in charge and, uh, of the border crisis. And she, uh, she is, uh, she's taking care of that. She hasn't made a speech or anything. It's been a couple of weeks, so I'm sure she's right on it. I see where Builder First Class Hillary Lemlin gave a speech during the executive desk presentation at the National Museum of the U.S. Navy. And so, I mean, they're beautiful. I want one. But to see our vice president today behind this desk. and She tweeted out for all you history buffs. Yeah. Are you a big history buff, Kamala? The desk in my West Wing office was constructed by the U.S. Navy out of reclaimed materials from the USS Constitution. On this day in 1794, President George Washington signed the Naval Act, which authorized construction of the U.S. Constitution. She did fail to mention that uh, thanks to the previous administration, you know, President Donald Trump uh, commissioned this and made this, o- made this okay to happen. We forget about that, Kamala? No, no, we didn't, but you did. All right, I'm sorry. I know, I know, I know. It just, just kind of irks me a little bit. And, uh, you know, good, good. it's not hers. It's the office. Belongs to the office. And, and that's, you know, 
Just like it's not the you know Secretary of Navy. It's not his. It's his office. It's not like I promise you. It's not like Kamala's going to be taking that when she leaves. But it just kind of annoys me that she's the one that you know gets it. So I'm sure that President Trump was under the sad <laughs> conception that he would still be around when these were finished and uh, that doesn't happen so uh, vladimir putin speaking of kamala harris did you see where vladimir putin signed a new law that allows him to stay in power until 2036 congratulations congratulations to vladimir putin you are uh, making sure that uh, everything is good uh you'll be 83 in 2036 and you'll be you know still in power and the country will be stronger and better for it now he is serving his second consecutive term as president having previously served as president from 2000 to 2008 when he had to step down since the country's constitution at the time (laughs) didn't allow the third consecutive term the law he signed would allow him to run for two more six-year terms. <laughs> I like how they would allow, would allow him to run. Really? Really, it would allow him to run. That is something. So, I mean, someone could possibly defeat him for the job. You know, like uh, the uh, Nalvaney who is in prison now (laughs) you know the guy that was up against uh putin and who was saying bad things about this regime oh i shouldn't call it a regime and uh alexei uh, nelvani uh that's in prison now and i told you man i told you there's no way this guy makes it out of jail alive and he went in he started doing a hunger strike because they weren't giving him the medicine he needed and they weren't they allowing him to they were doing you know obviously i mean they can do whatever the hell they want with him but uh though now he's been moved to the sick ward because he has symptoms of a respiratory illness and he's been tested for coronavirus that they have not reported whether he has it or not and he has a high temperature and a cough so uh He's just going to, they're going to, he's going to, something is going to happen and he's just not going to make it. Oops. Sorry. Yeah, man. I didn't have anything to do with putting him in jail and now he's sick. And I don't know. I told them, I told them to give him the proper treatment for his back and leg pain. And yeah, there was a tuberculosis outbreak in the ward of the prison he was in. No, get out of here. Come on now. And there's uh, COVID-19, an opportunity for him to catch that in, in the prison ward, too. Oh, man. Wow. That'd be, that'd be something. I mean, uh, Navani wrote on Instagram, and I'm not sure, you know, I guess he's still got his you know, access to the Instagram. Uh, if I have tuberculosis, then maybe uh, it'll chase out the pain in my neck and numbness in my legs. That'd be nice. Well, um he had a hundred degree temperature and he had a bad cough. So there's just, I mean, I don't want anything to happen to this guy. I want him to come out and still fight. I mean, he's got a big, uh, big deal, but if I'm, you know, making a movie, let's say, so it's based on a true story. 
<laughs> I would say that uh, Mr. Navani uh, will not make it out of there alive. Um, I said that earlier when he first went into jail, and uh, good luck. Good luck. And I mean that. Good luck, God bless, because uh, it does not look well for Mr. Nelvaney because he's not well anyway, thanks to, I don't know, the poisoning that damn near killed him. And now they sent him to jail on some old charge that just is amazing. And they, you know, he gets another couple of years in prison, which no way he survives that. There's just no way. He's just not going through something bad will happen there'll be a prison riot and he gets killed in the riots he's got COVID 19 he's got a tuberculosis we didn't have anything to do with it sorry man oh i wish we could have helped him but we couldn't and you know what one last thing i know many of you have uh emailed me chewing the fat at the blaze.com and you've uh, uh messaged me on twitter and instagram Instagram was Jeff Fisher Radio and Twitter is at Jeffy JFR, for those of you that don't know, about uh, Xander Berkeley and his tweet against Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, for his, you know, the deal that CBS has got going against him. They're trying to go against him. And I know that uh, DeSantis has been using his line, which I like, but I mean, it's his line and he loves it. And, and it's a good line, this calling uh, the press smear merchants which is what they are, and in particular he's talking about the CBS, but he does mean all of them uh, are smear merchants, which I like. And he's, uh, he's a fighter, man. He will not, he's not going to back down. And so, I mean, they've got to come after him with all they've got. And that Florida deal with Publix is just a, a joke, and you, I'm sure you know that story already. But uh, one of the headlines was a Walking Dead star calls DeSantis a little gay parody of Strump. Now, why would they call this guy, Xander Berkeley, a Walking Dead star? They don't say former Walking Dead actor, which would be bad enough in itself because he's done a lot of stuff. He's a big, he's a pretty big actor, Xander Berkeley. You've seen him in a lot of stuff. You may not know the name, but when you see his face, you'll go, oh yeah, that guy. So, and I wondered to myself, well, why would that? Because Xander was a, a character in The Walking Dead three, four years ago. All right. And he was only on a couple of seasons and they killed him off. Thank God. I mean, he was a, it was a, he played a good, terrible character. I will say that. But uh, why would, you know, they tie him into Walking Dead? Why didn't they say, you know, Hollywood actor, big time Hollywood guy, uh, you know, tweets uh what is he doing a little gay parody of strump because no no that is wrong and he's talking about the ron DeSantis stuff and then i thought aha i know why i know why for those of you that uh you know keep asking me here's another one of your walking dead stars because you know i mean we do talking walking dead every week with uh, jason buttrell and my son maximus and we're coming up on Fear, the new season of Fear, or the new, you know, mid-season premiere of Fear, The Walking Dead, uh, this week. And we do a show every Monday, you know, recapping the happenings on the show. So, you know, everybody, I know you're Walking Dead stars going after DeSantis. Well, and it just bugged me. Why? First of all, uh, why he only took a little bit of a beating for using a little gay parody 
of uh, Strump. I mean, I, we we had you know a couple people. Well, are you calling him gay? As if that's a bad thing. Sounds pretty homophobic. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? This is homophobic, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> um why was the word gay necessary seems homophobic to me oh okay but that's it and he takes a couple of twitter slaps and he's done we move on right but the reason they tied him to walking dead rather than just hollywood actor was because they're still filming in georgia so they get to use this story beating up desantis and his story and they get to beat up they get to tie it into the walking dead in georgia because they've already said we're filming we've got a deal we're you know we're we're not we're not leaving and of course everybody hates georgia now i mean it's the god-awful most racist thing in the world that they're restricting voting access in the state of georgia which they're not and we've covered it great on pat unleashed and we covered it on glenn show i mean it's been it's been covered how it is a false narrative and really just a lie that georgia is doing what they say they're doing and they have to come after DeSantos with a lie about the public's deal and the covid vaccines so uh let's turn the the window around a little bit from the smear merchants and let's look at some of the other governors that are actually doing bad things you know like that guy up in oh, what state is that it's up north in the east northeast uh, it's uh two words new new oh yeah new york the governor of new york he's still there right he's still there that's what i thought <laughs> he's done some really bad things but never mind you go after you go after the governor of florida and you go after the state of georgia because those we've got to go after them and when they come after them they have to do lies it's so it's so bad but anyway i just wanted to make that clear that it isn't they tied him to the walking dead but it really has nothing to do with the walking dead 